Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast. The Fit Dad Lifestyle is a community and supplement brand where fathers support other fathers throughout the journey of fatherhood. We believe that maintaining a healthy lifestyle isn't about crash diets and the latest workout craze. Instead, we offer dads the education, resources, and support they need to maintain a balanced lifestyle long term. There aren't a lot of dedicated community groups for dads, and we know that men are generally less likely to talk about the challenges they face in life. So we wanted to go above and beyond the meal plans and quick fixes and offer a way for fathers to communicate in a helpful, negative-free environment. Whether it's supporting your partner when the new baby arrives, balancing work and the kids, or just fitting in time to get your health and fitness back on track. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be the best father that you can be and the leader that your kids want to see you be every day. It's brought to you by Fit Dad Fuel. Fit Dad Fuel is our supplement range. Our supplement range helps support this podcast, the workouts, the online education, and that amount of work that goes on behind the scenes to help keep everything as cost-free as possible for dads worldwide. Enjoy the episode. Here it is, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast. Today, we are lucky enough to be joined by Luke Johnson. So Luke is the owner and founder of Riggy. So Riggy is, in my opinion, the most advanced fitness and playground system you can get your hands on that is suited for the home environment. It's going to guarantee you heaps of fitness and fun outdoors for you and your kids. And I highly recommend checking it out after this podcast and seeing what all the fuss is about. So welcome, Luke. Glad to have you here, mate. Thanks, Leroy. Happy to be here, mate. So, mate, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about who you are and you know where you're from? And Yeah, sure. So I... Um... I currently reside on the Sunshine Coast, the beautiful sunny coast, as you do yourself. Um, but I grew up in country New South Wales, actually in a in a small town of about 300 people. Um, grew up on a farm out there in a place called Yeovil. And, yeah, spent the first, I guess, 18 years of my life out in country New South Wales. My family's still out there on the farm these days as well. So it's very much a, a big part of who I am and, and where I'm from. And after, yeah, I guess after school, as a lot of people do, migrated down to the city, down to Sydney um, to play rugby, continue on with a, I guess what was at that stage probably a promising rugby career and um, also to, to study and yeah, essentially headed down to the big smoke just to, to live life a little bit. Um, so I guess one of those guys in terms of the sporting side of things that um, and where a dime a dozen, you, you probably you might be in the same boat yourself with your rules career. Um, guy that was probably on the periphery but never quite made it for, for whatever reason um, but at the same time picked up a or studied a degree in sport and exercise management which was then I guess the you know you move on to the to the real phase of life and kind of went down through through a career in that space and then out of that space um, and yeah currently as you touched on uh, Riggy is my business and my passion I have I have three kids um, and Riggy is very much something that was kind of, I guess, born out of my own experience as a dad, out of, you know, what I wanted to instill in, in life with my kids. And, you know, that kind of, as you touch on, the outdoor active lifestyle. So that's where we're at these days. Yeah, fantastic, mate. And, yeah, mate, I, I did go down that footy, um, footy path as well, as you did mention. It was like promises, dreams, aspirations, right on the cusp. And, yeah, just... Mate, died in the ass in the in the last minute, unfortunately. Yeah. But at that time, it was a different period, though. Like back 
when we were growing up and, and we have um, obviously connected offline and um, done some stuff as well. And, you know, when you were that age, I think at 20 years old, it was the cutoff. Like if you hadn't really made it or made the big enough impression by sort of 1920, it was done and dusted. Whereas these days, you know, people are joining the leagues at 25, 27, and then having a career for five or, you know, eight years and um, still making something of it. So definitely times have changed and um yeah, mate, it's interesting to see where the world of you know sport is moving. Yeah, it is. And and look, I I look back on my time with sports generally and, and rugby is is really just a great period of life. And I, I don't have any regrets. I actually never really pursued a professional career as such. It was just kind of something that always happened and I did well. So you kind of just go down this path of okay, you've made X team. So yeah, that means now you, you do Y. You, you move to Sydney and you give it a crack and then you keep going well, but um, yeah, professional sports for me never really, I don't know, it didn't seem like a, a chosen career path. It was something that was just kind of happening alongside life. So yeah, it's not not something I set out or chased overly. It, it was, yeah, but had a great time doing it. Yeah, definitely. And mate, obviously with the rugby background and, you know, got to keep fit and healthy to continue that. How did you maintain that you know post the rugby career and how did that change once you had kids yeah look it's it's a great question because um i guess the exercise for me was always a byproduct of the sport or was almost forced upon you as well so look i'm much more a sports guy than i would say an exercise guy the gym side of things was never my passion certainly not initially um i just enjoyed playing sports and not just rugby we as kids growing up where we did I was lucky enough, yes, I'm from a farm, but just being such a small town, our farm actually bordered town. So I lived on a farm, but I could walk to school. And so after school, we'd, you'd have free access to the tennis courts, you'd have access to the golf the golf course in town, the footy oval, the, the post. So what we did was, that's what we did. We played sports or you'd be down fishing or, you know, throwing rocks or climbing trees. So for me... Growing up playing sports, continuing that into young adulthood, then you're in these kind of, I guess, semi-professional or professional environments as well where a part of the expectation is is a weights routine. And so you, you start to really get exposed to, you know, to lifting weights and training for physical performance. Um, so up until, I guess, the age of sort of 25, 26, when I was you know, heading down this sporting path, exercise, it just happened. You had to because it was part of who you were, what you did. And, yes, I studied in that space as well, sport and exercise. So, yeah, then actually coincided around that period in life is when you know, things started to change, you know, finished uni, got married, had our first kid. And, yeah, it definitely was, a, I guess, in hindsight, a really big transition period. So you move away from a period where, Personally, I was just exercise was was a byproduct of what I did on a daily basis to now not only am I not doing that on a daily basis as a part of who I am, I've now got these little people as well that are kind of relying on you, looking, you know, looking for your attention and needing your attention as well. So then moving into a phase where it's A, it's not just about you, and B, you've got to actually force yourself to do something like go to the gym or head out for a run without any purpose for me I always found that a bit a bit strange initially it's like why am I lifting these weights I don't like I don't need to be strong like so I was I guess trying to you know I guess relearn how I was to exercise and how I'd exercise moving forward and 
at that stage I was in a, a corporate role in Sydney and I was doing, it was, it was the rat race. So I was very much um, commuting from, at the time, the northern beaches into the city. So I was at least an hour on a bus. And then on top of that, you kind of, you've got to try and plug plug the fitness in. So pl- find yourself 45 minutes, an hour at least to, to kind of plug that into your day. So it was difficult. And to be honest, brilliant segue, but to be honest, it was um, it was part of where this business really was born from is, is when, you know, you, you almost end up in that scenario, you're a corporate, a corporate dad commuting to and from work. It's almost, it becomes a point where do I take this extra hour for my fitness or do I give it to the kids? It's like one or the other. It was like fitness for me or time with the kids. So whereas the idea with Riggy is, is, is to combine those two. Yeah, definitely. And mate, how long ago was, I guess, the aha moment of like, shit, I think I've got something here, like, you know, where you really connected the fitness and the play and, you know, the time with the kids and, you know, went about developing such a system that really does tick all those boxes. Look, I, I started working on this. It was, it's over two and a half years ago, two and a half, probably three years ago now where I kind of came up with the concept, I guess, and, and it has evolved and it has changed between then and now, but it was a couple, it was, it was up almost three years ago from now. Um, when did I actually pull my finger out, so to speak, and, and give it a crack it was kind of mid last year or towards the end of last year even is when I actually, I guess, put together the proper business plan and developed it to a point where it was able to be commercialised. So we launched it early this year, um, but it's something that's been in the works for three years, but for various reasons, I just haven't either <laughs> had the balls to, to give it a, a proper crack or the capacity or a combination of both. So, um, I mean, over the last three years, I've prototyped the rig, the riggy three different times. Um, so it's something that it didn't just, you know, it didn't pop up overnight. It's definitely been worked on and fine-tuned and, and perfected in the background over, over a number of years. Yeah. And for, for the guys that are listening, you might be on, at the gym right now or in the car on a run and haven't been able to check out. So I'm going to briefly get Luke to describe what the riggy is because we've only had ours for I think three or four weeks now and like as a family we've just fallen in love with it and I'd love to get Luke's take on the different aspects that are included in in the Riggy package and and why they got you know chosen to be there in the first place yeah sure so so Riggy is a it's a home training rig but the point of difference being that it's specifically tailored for the entire family so it has attachments for fitness for mum and dad, you know, first and foremost, or, you know, older kids, teenage kids, but also then your sporting attachments. So a, a full-size basketball hoop or netball hoop. We've got the rebound net, which I know you guys have as well for, for kicking soccer balls against or, or passing footies against. And then thirdly, you have elements for kids' play. So monkey bars, um, climbing ropes, a rock climb wall. So it's, it really is... A training rig but tailored for the for the entire family it's kind of like i guess picture a crossfit rig combined with a kid's monkey bar set up and then throw in some sporting stuff as well um and we think it's kind of put together in a, in a pretty cool design it's a hexagonal frame um you know the, the powder coating or the colorways are, are put together to you know to give a nice aesthetic to the home as well 
yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a training rig for the whole family. Yeah, mate, it's spot on. And some of the experience I've had in the last uh, few weeks is one, apart from doing bench press and getting a basketball to my face, which sort of ended the the basketball, <laughs> um, for my son playing basketball when I was only on the bench. He can do basketball any other time apart from yeah. when I'm laying down on the bench uh, doing yeah. bench press. Um, is just the ability to just not only maintain my own, you know, fitness and, but it's more just being outdoors and being able to do it around my kids. And just the curiosity that I've found my children, you know, like I'll be doing squats on the squat rack or doing the tricep pull downs or, you know, even just different stuff with the boxing bag and uh, stuff like that. And they're just curious. Like they're yeah. not at a level or they're not at an age where they can go do squats or they can, yeah. you know, do the tricep pull down, but they're curious enough to ask questions. And the beauty I like about it is they might be on the monkey buzz, but they're constantly looking at you. They're constantly wondering, you know, what's dad doing now? And then you'll see them go over there once you finish your set and you might move on to something else, or you might be having a shot of basketball or netball or something like that in between. And they'll just hold it. They'll just try and imitate just a little bit of what you are doing and, and that's probably been my biggest win and biggest takeaway is just being able to watch them explore their curiosity and, you know, knowing that, hey, they're not going to do it today. They may not do it next week, but within a couple of months, they're going to get down there. They're going to start exploring, you know, more and more and start imitating what, what I'm doing. And I think that's probably one of the best things that I've noticed with, with our, um, you know, time with the Riggy. It's, um, you know, and that's, you know, something that I really hold, you know, close to, to our heart is be able to comfortably say that I'm doing not only something that benefits my own health and fitness, but I'm be able to do it in, you know, and, and celebrate that meaningful time with the kids at the same time. So my, I, from, you know, from my perspective, I just thank you for creating such a tool that, you know, ticks all those boxes and allows us to, you know, have fun and also keep fit with the whole family because, you know, there's, you can buy squat racks, you know, and by yourself, or you can buy a boxing bag by itself, or you can go buy a swing set, but nothing encompasses something that's, you know, all in one. And, um, you know, mate, I think, you know, in its infancy, I think the rig is, you know, going to go, you know, to huge places with, you know, families around the world once they realize, you know, what the system actually does. Yeah, look, I appreciate that, mate. And I hope you're right. No, yeah, I believe you're right as well. It definitely is a, a unique product and, you know, all the feedback that we've had around its launch and, you know, it is very early days has been great. So, um, look, we're not getting ahead of ourselves, but we, we have huge hopes for the business. And, and, look, for me, I just love seeing, I think, as I said to you, and when we first started chatting, I just love seeing people use it and enjoy it. Um, you know, it's, it's not a... a a money mate it's a business it is a business absolutely but it's not a kind of quick cash grab it's certainly not a covid business it was something that was being worked on prior to that as well so it's um yeah it's something that we're in for the long haul and, and we're very proud of it yeah mate 100 percent, mate i'll get back to some other fitness related questions before we touch on the rig at the end a lot of dads struggle with the eat and clean and constantly fall into bad habits with their, you know, health and nutrition. What is your approach to nutrition? How has that changed since having kids? Yeah, sure. Look, um, I'm a bit of a routine guy, I would say, and, and, you know, routines can be good and they can be bad as well. And, and I think the difficulty with kids, is once you throw that or throw them into the mix, as much as you love them, that they really can mess up a good routine, can't they? So it's, 
Yeah. It's something that you need to get comfortable with, with being uncomfortable, if that makes sense. Um, certainly planning is essential, like getting your shopping done and you know, getting your, your meal preparation done. Luckily, my partner Charlie is a, is a really healthy eater and kind of I think that's a, a great thing as well. If, yeah. As a couple, you kind of can keep each other on the straight and narrow. But look, my general rule, I'm, I, I try to be pretty good during the weeks and, yeah, no doubt my weekends are a bit more, a bit looser. Um, but I don't think that's such a bad thing as well. I've never been a real strict kind of guy when it comes to diet. I, I just have, haven't found those types of strict diets achievable or long-term achievable for me anyway. So um, certainly try and eat really well during the week and allow yourself some a bit of fun on the weekend and, and probably mirror that with the kids as well with their diet. Yeah, definitely, mate. That balanced approach is what I think is the most sustainable long-term. It's it's something that, you know, you don't have to, you know, worry about these crash courses and on that yo-yo of just good for four weeks, bad for four weeks, and then blowing out again and joining the next yeah. eight-week challenge. It's sort of like you can sustain that for the next 5, 10, 15 years and at the same time bring the family unit in to live that same lifestyle. You can, you can eat clean at home during the week but if you want to go for fish and chips or pizza or something with the family on the weekend you can do it without regret as well and i think that's the best way to do it yeah agree mate if you could go back to luke on day one of fatherhood and let him know something you know to be true today what would that be question um something that i do i've said this to a good mate of mine's recently had a baby and i've said it to other people as well is just when you think you have it figured out you don't. So, so whether it's sleeping, whether it's diet, whether it's anything, I, I've been through this with each of our kids. Um, yeah, you, you might get one that gets to a point where they're maybe it's not wetting the bed. Maybe it's you think, okay, now I can tick that box. We're done. We'll move on. But you just got to expect the unexpected. So never, because initially you find yourself kind of getting down when you know. As I said, maybe it's kids sleeping in their own bed, you get one of them back into their bed and you think, okay, we can close that door, yeah. you know, within a couple of weeks and the, another one might be waking up in the middle of the night and coming in. So you've just got to be, expect the unexpected. Don't, you know, don't think anything, nothing's forever, I guess with some of that. Yeah, mate, love that answer. Mate, what is your number one bit of advice for fathers out there in achieving success with their own health and fitness or, you know, as they venture into a new, you know, entrepreneurial journey in the business that they might be starting? Uh, well, health and fitness, I, I would like, I certainly think mornings work really well. I think I know you're an early morning guy. Um, so when I'm, I guess, at my best and my training my most consistently is training early. Um, so, and I guess just on a side note there with the riggies, some of these workouts that, you know, because I've had people say to me, how do you get a workout? You've got, you've got the kids there. And you're trying to get a proper workout in, don't they interrupt that? Don't they get in the way? Is it safe? And look, definitely there's elements of that. So I'm not suggesting that every workout I do, the kids are there hanging in front of me while I'm trying to bench a massive number. Like that's, you know, you've got to be realistic as well. So I, I do an early morning workout. And I think that's, I think that's a great way to, to go because it's it, typically the, the kids are still in bed. So you're not taking away from anyone. You're not, you kind of get your own time to do that. Um, and then, yeah, the other stuff happens, you know, when they're up and around as well. Yeah, mate. That's one of the things that I've noticed with, 
training at home and and i've had that in the past especially in the industry that we're in with always doing like workouts and you know fit that inspired workouts and one of the best bits of advice i can give to parents out there is if you're training with your kids or you're training around your kids forget about the reps forget about the time that you're doing just enjoy the moment you know your kids are going to be curious they're going to want to play with you in between sets that set or that rest break that you typically might have in your own session might be 60 seconds or, you know, whatever it is when you're playing with your kids, you might play basketball for three or five minutes, or you might, yeah. you know, run up to the house to get them a drink of water or a bit of food or something like don't take your workouts that you do with your kids as serious as you would if you're, if you're by yourself. And, you know, I think if you take that approach into it, you're going to have so much more fun and enjoyment out of that environment. Yeah. And you're actually going to, you know, embrace the time that you actually get to spend with your kids because you're not having to shoot off to the gym for an hour or, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes plus to commute that like to and from, you're actually able to spend time that otherwise you probably wouldn't have got to spend with the kids. So, you know, just take it with, I guess, a you know, different approach. And that's, that's one thing that I would recommend to any dads listening out there right now. Yeah. I like that. Completely agree. Mate. For anyone on the fence about purchasing a rig or even wanting to know, you know, about the rig and how they go about, you know, purchasing it, setting it up um, and anything like that, mate, what would you have to say, you know, to, to those guys who may want to know more about, you know, the rig and how they can get one into their house? Yeah, sure. Look, I mean, first and foremost, it's, it is early days in our, in our growth. I mean, my, my mobile numbers on the website, I've, I know every one of our customers, I've installed the vast majority of the riggies that we've sold personally. So it's it's something that it, I'm personally very much invested in, not only financially, but you know, it's, it's my way of life. So um, if anyone has any questions, then my mobile number's on the website. I mean, Instagram's a really good point of reference these days. So um, there's a whole heap of content on there that really, I think, um, sh- you know, shows what the riggy is and what it's about. But um, definitely our website, so riggytraining.com or our Instagram at riggytraining um, are probably the two best sources of reference, but otherwise give me a buzz, shoot me a text. If you send a DM to that Instagram, I'll be the one replying. So I'm here to kind of, it's 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 my baby, so I'm here for any questions that anyone might have. Um, it's me you're talking to. Right. That sounds perfect. And I'll have all that uh, in the show notes. So guys, if you're running right now in the car or anything, make sure you save this episode and check out the show notes and description at the end. You'll be able to get in touch with Luke uh, directly. And um, yeah, guys, once again, I know I appreciate it many a times and you've probably seen in the reels and uh, posts over the last couple of weeks. Get yourself onto the social media, check it out. And if you've got the room at your house, um, I highly recommend, you know, jumping on board and, you know, it will be the best thing you do for, you know, the health and fitness and also the fun uh, for your your family. So Luke, highly appreciate jumping on the podcast today, mate. Um, and I hope that many of our listeners will start joining in the Riggy family. And um, mate, I can't wait to see what comes from the Riggy brand in the next 12 months. Appreciate that, mate. We'll talk soon, huh? Thanks, mate. Cheers.